People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what the fuck Boy Crazy Radio is, well, Boy Crazy Radio is uh, basically it's a call-in advice show, all right? It's like Loveline, but it's not Loveline because instead of Dr. Drew and whoever his uh, sidekick is, you get me. You get me, Alexi Celine Wasser, as your new best friend slash the new big sister you never knew you needed or wanted or dreamed of, all right? This is about you and me and all of your bullshit. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter? Oh, no. A shit talker? Oh, no. A total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb, dorky Jansport backpack that's covered in whiteout and passes for bad bands that you bought at Hot Topic? Way too tight? Are you... Are you sitting in the in the middle of your shitty little bedroom right now, right now, all alone, listening to this podcast, just binge eating like a box of cereal and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just maybe just hoping to feel, I don't know, a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that stupid, desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Are all of your friends? total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your goddamn face. Yeah, we'll get used to that because that's called the real world. It never ends. It's never ending. Isn't that horrible? That's the worst feeling in the whole world. How are you supposed to be vulnerable and trust people when all these fucking people are lying to your goddamn face? Anyway, that is neither here nor there. We will talk about that in a moment. Moving forward. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your text messages that you've sent without getting a single response in return? Uh, are they not responding to all of your Facebook pokes? P.S. Do people even poke anybody anymore? I feel like poking on Facebook, which is the only place it exists, is only reserved for robots who aren't real people on Facebook or complete degenerates. All right? So don't be that person. But anyway, if you have been poking and this person is not responding to your pokes and potentially uh, maybe they're not responding to your retweets uh and or all of your Instagram likes and direct messages and comments, uh, we'll talk about it, all right? You should just cut it out if they're not responding. But let's talk about it. Let's dissect it. For whatever reason, I'm an only child, and I have all this energy to indulge you in listening to all of your, all of your sob stories. <clears throat> Is the guy or girl? Oh, fuck, I already did the part. Okay. Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit, that's horrible. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face? in the form of a radio show, which is actually a podcast. But that's okay. I don't want to talk about that. Podcasts are great. They're the way of the future. How dare you? Podcast is no longer a dirty word. Well, if any of those descriptions sound familiar to you, then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is, a safe haven, your new home away from home. Let me be the shoulder that you cry on. Step your smartphone and punch in these numbers. 646 Three seven eight zero six four nine. Once again, dial six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. It is also the future. You can call me using Skype, uh, Gmail. You can tweet me if you're too much of a puss to call into the live show. You can uh, you can tweet me your questions at Alexi Wasser. I will spell that out because I have a list, and I want to make sure that you have as much clarity tonight as possible. My Twitter handle, if that's what it's called, is at A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. 
And if that's not good enough for you, and you want to email me your question because you want that you want more than 140 characters to describe your dilemma, or your question, or your concern, or whatever it is you're going through, then email me your question to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject, big sis, and include all the details, and I'll read it aloud as if I am you. And if you want to keep it anonymous, you better tell me that, or else I'll use your name. Just your first name. I'm not a complete monster. Anyway, you guys, what's going on? How exciting. Pick up your smartphone, 646-378-0649, and I'm going to get to the phone calls. Uh, I have been noticing a lot of things this week, things I want to tell you about, things I keep forgetting to tell you about. Uh, each and every week, Boy Crazy Radio comes and goes. Uh, one thing I'm going to mention really quick, because this is like a story I try to begin every week, but uh, so I am not into like any kind of I'm not into Tinder I'm not into uh, whatever whatever things exist uh, you know okay Cupid any kind of like dating website I'm not I I'm not on a dating website because I already put myself out there in such a major way I'm only now just single okay I've been in it like a two year well, it's actually a year and a half I like to lie and make it two years to sound more intense. Um, but I've been in a relationship, I'm out of a relationship now, I'm single, but when I was single before, and now that I'm single again, I've never been into dating websites, just because I put myself out there so much already with my with this podcast and with my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com, which is where this podcast was born from. Uh, so I, I don't feel the need to do that, and I'm pretty ballsy and obnoxious. And like essentially a monster, uh, and I have no problem like talking to strangers and stuff at parties or Whole Foods or Target or the Apple Store or the Grove or whatever, anywhere and everywhere. So yeah, but I've been trying to convince my friend, and she's a girl, she's adorable, she's beautiful, whatever. She's in her forties, and she and she's freaking out because she wants to have a baby, she wants to get married, but she has a lot of pride, and she's never been on any kind of dating website either. Now. Even though I'm not on I'm not on a dating website, and even though I consider Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and DMing on all of these in all of these weird cyber worlds, even though I consider all of that, you know, essentially an area to flirt, and essentially a dating website opportunity experience, I told her, "What the fuck are you thinking, girlfriend? Uh, you need to." You need to be dating like the business now. Like I'm not where you're at. You know, I'm not trying to have a kid. I'm not as old as you are. I'm not saying that in a horrible way. Like I, I hope to, to, uh, to I, you know, I hope to graduate. I, I want to live till I'm 80. You know what I mean, or 100, or whatever. We'll see how I feel when I get there. Anyway, but I'm saying I'm not at the point in my life where I'm like I've got to have a baby and I really want to get married and oh my god, my my clock is ticking. And I, I, I suppose. All of our clocks are ticking, men and women, uh, you know, our entire life, and we all we all are just going to die or whatever. But I'm not in that particular zone that a woman a woman gets to, where she's like, "Fuck, my eggs are going to dry up," or what have you. I need to get the show on the road here. But she is okay, and I'm worried for her, and she wants to to date, you know, men who also want to get married and have kids or whatever the fucking ideal is, you know. I believe it's kids. That's the most important thing. There's time frame on women and their eggs or whatever. So I've been encouraging her to go on Tinder and just to like, even if she doesn't meet a dude on Tinder, it will get her to dip her toe into the stream of life 
if you will, and it'll it'll get her on dates and meeting new people and potentially making out and having sex or just like, whatever. You know, it's like it's like a muscle that you have to work out going on dates and and throwing yourself into the world again. So uh, so she was like, well, I'm not going to do it if you do it. I don't even think she said that actually. I think I was the idiot who was like, listen, I'll do it. I'll do it if you do it. So I signed up and I was like secretly humiliated because, you know, I'm telling her to do it, but I'm like, oh my God, I don't, oh my God, I don't want anybody I know to think that I'm actually on this in a real way. And I was like so embarrassed and such a hypocrite, but like she's in a different situation than I am. Okay. But I went on it for like 20 minutes, uh, only swiped left because everybody was ugly. And at first, here's the thing. Oh God, this is the worst part. At first, um, I didn't type in, like, the age requirements that I wanted. So, like, 18-year-old guys or boys were, were coming up, and they were, like, the only attractive the only attractive dudes on Tinder. Anyway, whatever. So when I figured that out and I, like, you know, eliminated the option of dating 18-year-olds, uh, I was swiping left so hard, so fast, that I, I skipped, like, the, the four cute, you know, even not even four, like three, two attractive men that I saw, Maybe it's just because of the area I was in at the time, but whatever. But here's what I noticed. Uh, also, I signed off. I I thought I deleted my account. I didn't delete it. I made a mistake, did not delete it, thought I did. And then my best friend, who's a guy, sent me a screen grab of my profile on Tinder, and I was I was mortified. I could not believe it. I immediately deleted my account. And then, like, like a week or ten days later, I signed back on. I, like, signed up, you know, just connected to your Facebook. Everybody but me knew this. You know, it's so easy, but whatever. Um, I signed into it again because I was in Venice and I just wanted to see, and I was with these two girls and they were talking about Tinder and they made it so sound so exciting again, even though I, I'm really not into it for me. But they just made it sound so fun and there's like a power in groups. And uh, this girl was showing me, she was on Tinder, swiping left, swiping right, real fast, back and whatever, like showing me guys in the neighborhood and I was like this is so fun let me choose the guys for you let me look over your shoulder it's so fun so I get back to my car after I I am hanging out with these girls I was getting eyelash extensions we'll talk about that later I'm going to get to the phone calls shortly so stay where you are phone lines are uh, heating up as they say in showbiz 646-378-0649 is the number anyway so I go in my car and uh and then I just I'm completely addicted to not only Instagram, but like, you know, my God, Tinder is addictive as fuck. I could not believe it. I think I was in my car for like 30 minutes. I actually had to like set that time. I I had to give myself a time out and be like, okay, at 7 p.m., you have to delete your account and drive home. And I did that. But, um, and I didn't, I mean, I swiped right once. I think I had a match, whatever. And then I deleted my account. So it's kind of shitty of me to like jump on there, look at people, and then I just fucking delete my account. So nothing can really come of it. But it is so entertaining. But here's what I've noticed. Now, guys, if you're listening, what are you doing? I mean, sure, if you're looking to have sex with a girl, that's that's whatever it is. That's your prerogative. Girls are generally not to be, uh, you know, not to gender stereotype, but girls usually want to be in a real thing. Guys are more down to fuck. But actually, that, that whatever, that's such a, nowadays that's so confusing. But I'm just completely generalizing. Here's the thing, though, guys. Whether you want a relationship or just to hang out with a girl, you've got to get her to swipe right if this is where you're meeting girls on Tinder. 
And if you want to grow the swipe right, what is up with these horrible photographs? What is up with these bogus photos you have on there? It's insane. Oh, my God. Here's what we don't need. We don't need, I just want to rule all this out, and hopefully there's a lot of changes that are going to happen on male profiles on Tinder. Um, no photos of you with a girl. No group photos. Uh, no weird selfies in a bathroom mirror. Uh, oh God, no duck lips, no, no pictures of you kissing with your shirt off and your eight-pack flex. Mainly, oh, no, out, no, no photos of you holding alcohol, looking drunk out and about at the club, at the, at the club or wherever the fuck you are. Um, but definitely, first and foremost, yeah, no photos of you as a girl. We're, I, I'm a woman. I talk to all my girlfriends. I'm, I'm always talking about all this shit with all my girlfriends. What bothers them? What are they into? They're on Tinder. What are they noticing? Blah, blah, blah. All of them across the board, the minute they see a photo of you with a girl on Tinder, they're like, what is that all about? It says ex-girlfriend or why, you know, because it's a, you know, whatever. I guess I know it's linked to your Facebook account, but make sure if there's a potential for you, you to be in a photo with a girl, if that's going to land on your, on your Tinder, clean that up. Women don't like it. Good women don't like that. Women are judgmental and think deeply about every single aspect, all right? So don't think, the girl, like, you know, oh, the kind of girl I want is not going to be like that. No, be quiet. You said you're not looking for a girlfriend. You just want to hook up. The hotter the girl, the more attitude she's probably going to have or she's going to have, you know, thoughts and feelings about lots of stuff. And this is one of her thoughts and feelings. And I agree, and I'm here to tell you, fix, fix your fucking Tinder situation, all right? I don't like it. But anyway, I'm not even on there anyway. I hope I'm not. I deleted my account. It's just so fun. To, like, so, it's so easy to jump on and jump off of it uh, at a moment's notice. But it is very addictive and it's sick. It is sick. Anyway, I'm going to shut up for a moment uh, and I'm going to get to the phone calls. And when I uh, pick up the phone call, please tell me what your name is, how old you are, where you're calling from, and then launch into your problem. Area code 323. Hello. Hello, who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Jake, uh, three t- uh, from Studio City. I'm 41. We've talked before. We've actu- actually talked about this very subject. I remember. How are you doing? What's happening? Oh, God. Um, I'm doing fine. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you've, you've, wait, hold on. You've called into the show before. Jake is single. You've been, you were married before, right? Or you're in a long-term relationship? Yeah. So now you're, Jake's single. He's 41. He's having issues with, with getting out there and ridiculous dating websites and Tinder and whatnot, and you're kind of disenchanted with the world, it seemed like. And so where are you at right now? What's going on with you? Well, I I took your advice and I got back on and uh you know, I had a what I thought was a good match and uh every time I spoke with this girl she just seemed well, this was her gripe that I talked too much, I didn't listen enough. And basically I was just trying to get the conversation started and I would talk, then I would get like dead silence and I'm just like okay, that's a little strange. So I felt a little defensive in the sense that I'm not getting much from this person. She talked more about her cat than anything. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't a heartbreak or anything, but it was just like, okay, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to, uh, you know, uh, say who I am and be interesting and all that. And I guess I tried too hard to be interesting and too verbal. And uh, I don't know. Weird. 
can read people over the uh, text and the brief conversations. Well, did you guys ever meet in person? I did, and uh, she was very resistant. She's over in, I don't know, Silver Lake or Los Feliz, and she refused to come to the valley. And I'm just like, okay, valley's not that scary. It's actually okay. It's less of a hassle. But, uh, well, I don't know. It seems oh like gosh. it was a, a lot of giving, no no, uh, no reciprocation. Hmm. Well, yeah. what are you noticing? So you you went you, you had this, you know, situation with her. You hung out. It wasn't everything you hoped it would be. It was kind of a letdown. So then did you have any other experience with, with any other girls? or? I did. I mean, I dated uh, an older lady, and, you know, that was fine, but it didn't feel right. So, you know, we're friendly and all that. I wasn't mean to her, but... What happened with this other person was it was like, okay, you know, we're having great conversation. We talked. I mean, she even went out of her way to contact me on Thanksgiving, knowing that I'm by myself. And I thought that was really sweet. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, somebody's reaching out. But uh, I don't know. Never couldn't break the ice, I guess is the word. Well, you're just out there again. It's kind of new and and, you know... It makes sense that she's not going to be the perfect fit right away. And you're just kind of, you know, you're dipping your toe back into the stream of life. You know what I mean? And people are bizarre and guarded yeah. and not everybody's, not everybody's a match. That's why it's just like a, that's why it's so exciting when you actually meet somebody and it just flows and it's easy and, and you're like, oh, wow, I feel comfortable with this person. That, that's supposed to be rare. I mean, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And the weird part is, is I just took up a, a, a job as an Uber driver. You had mentioned that you, on one of your podcasts. You did? Yeah, and now I'm working like 60 hours a week, 10-hour shifts, and, you know, on top of the other job that I have. So I'm like, okay, I went from zero to 60 in, in my career. So I'm just like, uh, you know, how do you meet somebody in that sense? Oh, my God. Don't start sending Craigslist misconnections letters to uh, to girls you pick up in, in, uh, in your Uber car. <laughs> no. I'm like, not interested I, in that I, at all. That, I've, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that a lot, and it's just scary. And I've told my girlfriends, and they're like, oh, my God, oh, no. That's horrible. He knows where that girl lives. This is terrible. But, no. Uh, I mean, to, you, I... You should be a Lyft driver. You, you know. Should, you should... Well, really quick, I'm sorry. You should be a Lyft driver because then they're, they're known to be chatty. Then you can chat up... Exactly. Chat, you know, you know, yeah, you can, you can chat up a storm with a, with a cute girl in the car, and then it's okay, and it's not bizarre. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've made a living as a photographer, and I've worked with hundreds of women at this point. I've never hit on them, you know, because I was in a marriage. And I feel that the Uber thing should be the same level. I don't hit on people. That's creepy, you know. So it's like options are limited. No, no, here's the thing. Here's what I'm noticing. You have uh, a vibe about you that I pick up, and it sounds like – and I'm going to say things, and I don't take this the wrong way, but I don't know how else you can take it. It's like it's kind of like a defeated, bummer, bitter, like, you, the, you know, the world is against you, and you're just kind of like you've been through it, you've done it, you've seen it, you know what's going on, you know where it's at. And, like, that attitude is not going to work with with the kind of girl you want to be with. Cause I, I, can, I know what kind of girl you want to be with. You want to be with somebody. Well, you want to be in love. You want somebody to love you. You want them to be cute and and as because you last time you called you, you told me that you know you, you you care about what you look like and you put you know you put work into keeping yourself looking cute and whatever 
you have high standards right. for yourself, the kind of girl you want isn't going to get down with this attitude you're you're giving off right now. It's it's a bummer, and I, I don't that, like it. And, and I, I, yeah, I'm, that it, that's it what I'm like, hearing. Yeah, and 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 so like it's a it's like an energy drain, and it and you sound pissed. Like I, I don't I don't know if you are, but I think you are because you sound you sound upset. You sound like you know better. You sound like you know it all, and it's like a. I'm sure some girl with horrible daddy issues she has yet to work through will will you know flock to it. But right. but but you need to work on yourself to stop being this way and just to like have an awareness of it and get over it because you want a lot for yourself and you want to be happy and you might not even be aware that you're giving off this vibe. But it's off putting to people who are healthy and people who are happy and you don't want a happy person to come near you, feel this energy and go whoa like he's you know, I know better than to go this way. And then you think, oh, they're they're lame and they're just like, you know, flaky or, and that you're the I, one who knows. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I'm having a, a big struggle with uh, positivity. That that That's the biggest struggle I'm having r- with right now. I totally, totally, totally understand what you're saying. I totally agree with you. And I'm doing my best not to have that. Uh, but, it, you know, it's it's tough for me. You know, generally I'm a positive person. Whenever I meet people and I work with them, they go, you know, you're a very cool guy and, you know, wow, you know, you have a lot to say and all this, et cetera. You're very intelligent and all that stuff. My general nature is, I don't know, I guess i not, uh, I don't know how to put the act on and be okay. uh, no, listen, false listen, positive. I get it. Hold on, stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a few things, and I'm gonna hang up on you, but not in an unloving way, because I'm gonna I'm gonna get the other phone calls. Here's totally what I want you to do. Totally good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Before you start online dating and looking for, you know, because that's that's not where you're gonna find happiness, and that's not where you're gonna make a change. You shouldn't even be dating now. I, I you know, just based on what we're talking about right now. Here are a few things right. I think you need to be doing. Aside from exercising every day, and I know you're you're, you're Uber driving, and you have your other job. You've got to work in an hour long time to exercise every day just to get your endorphins going. You need to be in therapy mm-hmm. and you need to you need to not just be going to a therapist. You need to find you need to have patience and try out a few different therapists. I don't know if you have mommy issues, daddy issues or what we only you know and you'll figure that out yourself if you, if you see a female mm-hmm. or a male therapist and find the one that works for you. I've been seeing a male therapist I love. I'm not giving out his name because he's my therapist, but and he's and he's booked. Mm-hmm. But I have daddy issues, so I see this guy. He's like a father figure. He looks like Santa Claus. He's like older. He. I saw tons of therapists, and then I met him, and he has changed my life for the better. Thank God for him because, and I continue to see him even when things are good. You know, I I continue to see him. So you need to find a therapist that you go. Okay, this is the right fit because that's like. That's like looking for a relationship. You need to find someone you feel comfortable with, who gets you, who doesn't just listen but has a conversation with you, and 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 then things that they say will resonate, and uh, and and go. Oh, you know, my therapist plants seeds in my head. And, you know, he goes, oh, but why do you do that? And you know, and what made you do that thing? Like, yes, you did that thing, and that's fine, and we won't judge it. But why do you feel like you felt? And you know what I mean? Like somebody who who you have a conversation with, who doesn't just sit there and nod like a fucking useless piece of shit because I've been to those therapists right. and I can't stand them. They're useless. Anyway, so walking or running or any kind of exercise for an hour long day, uh, an hour a day, find a therapist that, that works with you. That's your goal. That no, no online dating. Looking for a therapist is your new goal. And there are a few, and you might shudder, you might shudder at the thought of, of this, but 
perhaps you can be listening to some uh, to some kind of self-helpy tapes. And I am very into these things, despite my my uh, mm-hmm. occasional occasional sarcasm and my attitude, like maybe I wouldn't be into self-helpy stuff. But there is a guy. Well, there's a woman named Carolyn Meese, uh, and her last name is. And can you write this down, or you can listen to the rebroadcast? But you should write this down. Yeah. Her name is Carolyn, C A R O L Y N Meese, M Y S S, and she has a ton of different things you can get on iTunes, and uh, they're all they're just about um, just why they're they're why you make the decisions you do. Uh, ingrained ways of thinking, think ways that you feel about yourself and belief systems that you don't even, you're not even aware you're holding on right. to. And, uh, and, mm-hmm. and there's one called advanced energy anatomy and that changed my life. And, uh, anyway, look, look at the things that they offer on iTunes by Carolyn Meese, um, audio books, and you can listen to them in your car in between Ubering. You can listen on your Bluetooth and it, it'll change your life. There's another guy, there's a person, there's another person who's a guy named Neil Donald Walsh, and he wrote a book called uh, Conversations with God. And I'm not very religious, but this is an interesting book. Um, mm-hmm. And then I don't who else is there? Oh, God. Oh, I also like, oh, Jesus, who is this guy? Uh, he's got the very well, big I mean, to input here, I've listened to The Secret, and uh, well, I've studied I, uh, Buddhist religion, and... Uh, I'm responsible for what I put out in the world. I'm responsible for uh, my attitude. And I understand this, you know, and, it, and it's tough to open up I know. on a public forum I know, like I know. this. I know it. I it's, know it's, it's tough. And don't, don't, nobody knows. But I'm going to name a few. Nobody knows you. Nobody is recognizing your right. voice. You're safe here, so it's okay that you're telling me we're, we're in like yeah. a vacuum here. But so I'm going to throw out a few names just to look into on iTunes. Okay, Eckhart totally. Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, I like him, or I'm, I'm probably saying his name wrong. He's great. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh is another. Deepak mm-hmm. Chopra, Chopra, whatever the fuck, however you mm-hmm. say it. Right. Carolyn Meese is amazing. She She's incredible. And then, uh, you know what? Next week, on next week's show, I'm going to come up with more people that, that could be helpful because I listen to these things. And then even if it's months later or years later, I continue to listen and then things sink in that I go, oh, no, I am really angry. Or I'm holding on to this thing about blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and think about What's helped me a lot I, is becoming sober, honestly. Well, oh, that's fantastic. You should go to meetings. You should go to Al-Anon as well. I think, you know, I would say. Well, I had sober a lot of, in the I, sense I, of addictive personality, uh, prescription drugs are very uh, popular. And I kicked that. I kicked smoking. I kicked bad people out of my life. And uh, I try to stay positive. The problem okay. I have I, is isolation. Yeah. That's it. Well, I think that isolating is something they talk about in, at Al-Anon meetings. And, uh, okay. And, and I just feel like if you go to Al-Anon, I mean, I, I've been to a few. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I go all the time, but I've been to them. And I just, you know, I like to see, oh, what are people trying or what, what, what exists or what is available when you're sad or lonely or searching and, and looking for something, you know. and, and uh, Right. You know, anything that deals with, like, unresolved uh, anger and, you know, addictive or bad, you know, just habits. I don't want to call them bad. But I would just say I gave you a bunch of names. Have fun going on to iTunes and yeah, looking and choosing. Yeah, whose voice do you like and what, what topics. 
stick out to you and go, oh, well, that sounds cool. I wouldn't mind listening to that. And then maybe mm-hmm. maybe start a, okay, an hour-long thing of, of exercising a day. Maybe start a journal where you actually talk to yourself. And that's what's something I've done and I do. Right? You know, I just check in with myself and I go, what am I noticing? Uh, I'm really angry today. Uh, this is what happened this week, blah, blah. And then all the things that come up that you notice. And another list that I think is important to make and this is for anybody out there, uh, this is kind of, this took a long time for me to get to, but through listening to these kind of self-helpy uh, audiobooks or whatever, I, I, you know, I became aware of the fact that, and a lot of people don't know this, I'm sure my listeners do, and I'm sure you do because we're all very advanced people, but a lot of people don't realize that they walk around with this belief system about themselves that uh, that they aren't even aware of. You know, like, oh, you know, my... The ones that existed for me were men hate women. Women aren't as good as men. Uh, mm. You know, I'm not allowed to be successful. Other people are allowed to be successful. I'm not. Like, these are these weird, quiet, ingrained things that I don't even realize I feel until one day I had this moment of clarity, and I don't feel that. I mean, I'm sure I do because they're deep down embedded in me, but the, I, I one day I just got in front of my computer and I started writing. I started the stream of consciousness writing. What are all the things I believe about myself to be true? And all these things just came up. And it was amazing to look at them and go, oh, these exist in me. But not everybody can look at themselves so harshly and so honestly and in such a raw way. So right. I would say before you, before you want to go online dating, and I know I've already said all of this, but just to recap, before you want to go online yeah. dating or meet a new person, all this stuff, figure out what's going on with you if and why you're so angry and what you're down on yourself about and what you think about yourself and what, what, you know, because you're going to attract people that kind of reflect where you're at. And if you want a, a, a different level and a different type of person in your life, you've got to do some work on yourself beforehand. And, uh, but uh, definitely the absolutely. Exercise, exercise, eating healthy. Don't, you don't smoke already. Try an Allen on meeting. That can be really fun. And, uh, and yeah. don't even share it. Just, just listen. And I'm going to hang up on you, but, out of love, and because I'm going to get the other phone calls because people are calling and they're and they're and then they're hanging out. Um, hello, turn on your uh, your computer. Area code eight one eight. Yes. Eight one eight. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Rory. I am twenty, and I'm from Los Angeles. Rory, twenty, from Los Angeles. It's so funny because I had a meeting with somebody uh, named Rory, who's also a girl. This uh, yesterday, and it wasn't you. That's it was not you. Well, I'm from like Sherman Oaks, but that's funny. That's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Well, she's, um, yeah. Go on. Good. What's going on? I'm very good. What's going on with you tonight? So I'm having some boy questions in the workforce. Uh oh. Tell me so, everything. Um, I work at a restaurant, and I don't know if my fellow employees seem to be manager likes me, but it's I don't know. We have this strict rule about employees, like, not being able to date anyone and definitely no managers dating employees. But he kind of gives me the vibe that he likes me, and I kind of like him too. But I don't know. I, I don't know. We talk huh. and stuff. And I just wanted to get your opinion to see if, if it was, like, a good idea to – like to go for it. Well, let's let's dive into what you know uh, about the situation at hand. Like how 
what signs is he giving you that he could like you? Because I get I get that you like him and that's all fine and good and stuff, but you know, what has he done to show that he likes you? Just like the little things like flirting. He goes out of his way to text me a lot and we like we work a lot together but he doesn't uh like give attention to a lot of the other girls at our restaurant. So there's that. Okay, I don't know, okay. I'm like Wait. we just talk. We just have like deep conversations and he gets me and I get him. It's kind of like that. Um, well, why don't you start off well here's the thing. You could always just be honest and go, Well, why don't you start off slow? You could hang out with him, something outside. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hang out outside of work? We haven't, but I feel like we are soon. You are like for the holidays. <laughs> okay. Well, here's, here's the thing. Why don't you Why don't you just hang out with him and slowly feel it out? It's not like you have to, like, jump immediately into, like, having sex in, like, the cupboard in the back of the restaurant or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why don't you just hang out? And if, you, if he's already texting you, just go, I mean, here's the tricky part. As women in 2014, we have this weird mm-hmm. desire to, like, strike a balance between wanting to be pursued and wanting to kind of be treated in, like, an old-school way, but then also it's, like, it's modern times, and there are no rules. We do what we feel like. We're women. It's 2014. Like, they're, you know, whatever. Like, that's, that's fucked up. And anyway, we're, we're feminists and whatever. But, like, at the same time, in the back of your mind, you kind of, you're like, I want him to pay for the first date, and I want him to ask me out on a date, and I want him to pursue me and make the first move because it's, like, the last bastion of, like, it's, like, the last, bit of I don't know it's just what is the word chivalry no that's not the yeah. word it's it's like it's like it's like we want this balance of old school meets new school because we already like almost we already make our own living and have intense identities and we can vote even though we're not paid equally as men which is totally fucked up but whatever we'll talk about this all in another day like uh mm-hmm. you know like we're we are women are amazing capable of everything and anything probably, you know, essentially better than men. Uh, but, and that's why it's really, we struggle because now men are so emasculated. It's like, you know, we want them to do something to, to make us feel like women. So, you know, like, like that's why it's like, you know, we can run companies and we can have jobs and do all this amazing stuff, but it's like you want the guy to, like, you know, fuck you and, and grab you by the hair and, and be sexy and be masculine, like, you know, and, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like I want to. You want the guy to ask you out. It's my whole point of all this is you don't know what to do and how to get things going. I'm well, saying, you, like, I'm saying, you should, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying you guys should hang out outside of work in baby steps. And I was going to suggest that you kind of bring up some kind of situation or activity or thing to do. Like, oh, I'm going to hang out with so and so, and we're going to go get coffee. You want to meet us? Or, oh, I was thinking about going to see a movie. What are you up to? Like, if you don't mind, and you're living in this kind of confused gray area, you could always just throw that kind of out there, see what he does with it, and then go from there. And then maybe when you're hanging out with him, quote, unquote, as friends, just to see how it goes, uh, you'll decide maybe you don't even like him. Maybe you don't even want to make out with him. Maybe he's gay. Maybe there is no vibe. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So, like, also the thing is we're both at the same position right now, but we know that he's going to be promoted to the manager, and I don't want to, like, screw this up for him. I know I'm not going to stay there for a long time, but if he becomes manager, then he kind of has more authority and he's on a totally different level. So I don't want to, like, sabotage something like that for him if something would 
happen out of us becoming a relationship, you know? Okay. Well, let's not jump the gun here because you're not, we're not, you're not in a relationship yet. We're not in a relationship. We're not in a relationship yeah. yet. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I know. I know. How about this? How about this? When was the last time he texted you? Last week because that's the last time that we worked together. Oh, so he doesn't text you in between work? Okay, sometimes, like, we kind of have, like, these inside jokes, and if something that we want another, we'll, like, text each other that, but it's never, like, a continuous texting throughout the day. But I don't know. I kind of understand that he doesn't really text a lot because he is busy. He's older than me, so he has, like, other things that he's doing. How old is he? How old is he? He's He's 23. He's 23 or 20. He's only three years older than you. Okay, here's the thing. There are two ways we could go with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. I, I don't know if he even likes you. I'm going to be honest here. I, I don't, we don't know. We're yeah. women. We, we think very intensely and deeply, and we think about we everything. We can, yeah, we, we, can, we can come up with, oh, you know, he's really busy and blah, blah, blah. And he's only having sex with that guy because he was like, he loves his friend and like, blah, blah, blah. He likes me, though, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. Like, we can like. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird ways to interpret everything um, to make it to our liking. But here's the thing: two options. You could. Oh God! Only problem is, I want to tell you, my gut. When a guy likes a girl, he he lets her know, for the most part. Okay. Again, generalizing. For the most part, if a guy wants it to happen with a girl and he has his attention on her. Even if he's a shy guy, he's gonna do something, and it's no, not 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 all. Okay. I know, I know, I know, I know. I heard all this. I, I heard all this. I heard all this. I, I know. I get that. So I'm just saying, like, yeah. if the one way to go is don't do anything. See, see if he comes to you. See what he does. And play it out. And, and let him let him do it. But then again. Mm-hmm maybe there's a chance he does like you and he's not going to do anything. And, like, you're also a lot – some women are – and it's a very sexy thing also in a different way. They take the reins and they make shit happen. And they're, but, but it's all about, like, what kind of guy do you want? Now, we don't really have to get into this because you're only 20 years old. You're not going to marry this guy. Uh, but, you know, why don't you just – I don't know if he does like you the way – I think it could be mixed signals. I don't know what what the deal is. I'm a little bit confused. If you want to get the ball rolling, here's what you do. Next time you see him at work, you go in a totally platonic friend way, like you don't give a fuck and you're not thinking like, oh, I want to make out with him and I think we, this could be something. Um, don't worry about the job thing. Just just in your head, just, just keep saying, we're just friends, we're just friends. This is coming from a just friends point of view. And you go, oh, hey, so-and-so, whatever your name is, um, I got these tickets to go to this thing or I'm going to go see blah, blah, blah. I'm going to see Chris Rock's new movie. It looks so awesome. Like, my friend was going to go. Do you want to go? Or I want to go see Chris Rock's movie. Do you want to go? And just say it like a friend as if, like, if he turns you down, it's not some heartbreaking, you know, soul-shattering mm-hmm. occurrence. And then if he says yes, cool, then go to the thing. But let it be this kind of ambiguous, like, exciting. Let him wonder, like, oh, is Rory just asking, did she ask me on a date or is this his friends? Now, now I'm confused. But then you'll be together outside of work hanging out and you can just hang out and see how that feels and let it just unfold naturally. And maybe he'll make a move. Maybe he'll be, he'll, he'll be touchy-feely. Maybe he'll try to kiss you. Maybe he'll say, you know what, I actually like you. 
whatever. Okay. What? Don't worry about the that's, work thing. Don't worry about the work thing. Don't worry about it yet. It's not nothing. Thing. Nothing's happening yet. Like that's always in my mind. Like I'll make Listen. decisions in my mind. Like we can shade and stuff, but then again, we can't. Like, no, you're a really cool. So we can't. Where do you work? You work at some religious uh, cheesecake factory or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like some show cafe in Sherman Oaks. But like, it's the kind where? of like a family-owned type thing. It's no, it's I. I don't want to. The name you just said it. You just said it. Where is it? No, I said it's a chill little cafe in Sherman Oaks, and it's kind of family owned. But okay, whatever, whatever. Okay, so here's the thing: you're thinking too much. It's even stressing me out. Here's what you need to do: go to work. Look, go to work. Look adorable. Stop thinking yourself into oblivion. You're not going to work at this place forever. You're not going to be dating this dude forever if you ever even go on a date with him. So don't fucking stress so much. If you if you do end up dating, you'll figure it out then. You'll keep it low profile. It'll make it really even sexier. You're not there yet, though, and you may never be. So here's what you do. Go to work and don't say this in front of the owners or anybody else. Just go, oh, I really want to see that insert activity here. I really want to see that Chris Rock movie. Do you want to see it, too? I'm going to go on the list. Do you want to go? Or I'm going to go anything. Just say it as friends, as friends, and, and actually believe that mm-hmm. lie. Okay? And then see what he does okay. with it. And if he says yes, awesome and if you guys go and he pays and it starts feeling like a date or he doesn't pay and you go dutch and you just see how you feel through every step if he touches if he puts his hand mm-hmm. on your leg or it's more touchy-feely than normal go from there but just take a breath i mean i should take my own advice because i'm talking very fast but just stop overthinking and freaking out because it's too dramatic it's just mm-hmm. some dude keep it keep it cool keep it low low key Either way, just try to maintain the friendship. But you're gonna you're gonna step into the unknown and see where it goes, and that's exciting. And if it goes out great, and he makes out with you, and awesome. If he doesn't, and he's just your friend, and you have some friend to see Chris Rock movie, awesome. Then you can, you know, then you'll date some new dude, and then when that's going to shit, you can go tell your friend that you work with. Oh, this guy was mean to me. Well, let's go see another Chris Rock movie, and then you have a new friend. Just try to keep it friendly with everybody and let things unfold naturally because everything moves so fast, like everything moves so fast that, that try to treasure yeah. try to treasure the moments of not knowing what's going to happen. So I actually even thought this today, and I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to mute you for a moment because I feel like I've answered your question and I'm just going to keep saying the same thing 20 different ways, which is my tendency. Um, I had this thought today. I'll tell you where I was when I had this thought. I was driving down, I was driving down uh, down Sunset Sunset Boulevard, the famous boulevard in uh, California. So pretty cool. Look into it. Uh, hello. Oh God. Anyway, I was having this thought, and I thought, uh, I am single now. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know when my next boyfriend is coming. I don't know who he is. I don't know when it's half going to happen. But uh, I know that it will because it's happened over and over and over before. And I'm just going to sit back and instead of living in this mental anguish where it's like, oh my God, is that the guy? Oh my God, do I like this guy? I need a crush. I need a crush. Who's out there? Oh my God, is anybody like me? I need an ex-boyfriend. Oh, what's going on? No, 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 no. I'm going to live. I hope this doesn't sound too new agey, but you know what? I'm kind of new agey. I'm kind of new agey with bangs. And uh, I like American Apparel, but I'm also new agey. So fuck you. Uh, Am I current? Okay, so anyway, I thought I'm just going to live in this time and 
enjoy it and not stress and just trust that, like, yeah, I will be in a relationship in the future. I don't know what that is. Whatever. And the reason I know is because it's happened before. And, you know, and I'm open and want to fall in love again. And I know that I'm lovable. And there are so many people in the world. And there are going to be a lot of people I don't click with. But then they're going to, there's going to be some person that, and I'm going to, it's going to be a happy surprise. So it's like this exciting thing I can put in my pocket and know that that will exist. And then in the meantime, be present and hang out with my friends and like enjoy the moments of being single because it's awesome and there's so many things to do. And to let things just unfold naturally and not try to control, control, control. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Because that's what we do. Everything is so controlled and moves so fast. Our Instagram posts and like our, you know, looking at everything on Twitter and, you know, like, I'm done. I've, I've, I've been this person. I, I will be this person again, you know, after my moment of clarity subsides. But like typing in like, you know, people and, and Googling people and, and going, oh, like just trying to control like, oh, who's going to be the next person that I like and who, you know, blah, blah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, and I don't, it's just being in the unknown, as scary as it is, it's also like really cool. And it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to believe that sometimes and it's hard to be okay with that. But if you can be okay with that, it makes the present so much nicer because then you're happier you're, and you're not in this mind frame of being like, oh, I can only be happy when, I can only be happy if, you know. And this goes for career stuff too where it's like, you know, if you're in a job like mine, which is like writing and acting and doing this podcast and writing my website, it's like this bizarre freelance lifestyle you know, I'm lucky that I've created this life where it's like I don't have a nine-to-five job. No disrespect to people with nine-to-five jobs. That's awesome and whatever. But I, but you have to use that way of thinking for my kind of lifestyle and people with this kind of job lifestyle, freelance. You just have to go, well, I don't know what's happening. But I know that something will because other th- good things have happened in the past. And I've always paid my bills and I've always made whatever my living. And then... You know what I mean? Does this make any sense? It's just a mind frame. There's this girl like thinking. She called in. She's like thinking about always that. And then when we are dating and if we have a relationship, it's like, dude, you're not in the relationship yet. What the fuck? Um, I'm going to take another phone call. What's your age code 210? 210? Yes. Is this Alexander Skarsgård? Because uh, I have a crush on you. Like, who is this? Can you hear me? Yeah. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm Trisha. <laughs> I just I I didn't press um one. Um, Uh-oh. I'm calling from San Antonio. You're calling from where? Texas. San Francisco. San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas. Oh, San Antonio, Texas. What? I was just talking about Texas the other day about how I used to date a guy who was from Texas, and when I went to his house for Christmas to meet his parents, we had to sleep in separate bedrooms, and I was pissed. I did not like that because I am. That's not my lifestyle. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. tell me everything. Thought, how, old, how old are you? Your name is Trisha, and how old are you again? The connection's weird. Um, 21. 21. What's going on with you tonight? I'm just chilling in my room. Um, Just listening to you talk. Oh, well, is it going okay? How do you feel? Was, did it get a little bit too airy-fairy, or did you understand what I'm talking about? I understand what you're talking about. Okay, good. Well, make, I barely understand what I'm talking about. What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? 
I'm wearing pajamas and um, the Spurs shirt. You know, um, our basketball. You know, we just won the championship last year. Oh, congratulations! I don't know what any of that means, but I, I'm. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, what? wait. Uh oh. Wait, I'm not trying to laugh at the Spurs. I'm trying to hold on. Wait, what's a good thing? Uh, um, applause. Whatever. Anyway, um. Oh God, I am gonna get back to my I call call. before <laughs> too. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, did you? Is there an issue? Is there a problem? Is there anything you want to say? Um, no. Actually, everything's good right now. I just finished school. Um, I got into photography actually. Well, that's good. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm trying to get more people and stuff like that. Well, my dad's a photographer, and I've dated photographers, and I love photos. And uh, I only take photos on my iPhone, though. But here's the thing. Being the daughter of a, photog- of a photographer, just just take photos all the time. And then, you know what I mean? Just always take photos. And I hope you have, like, a Tumblr account or you want to make a book or do something to self-publish a book. I don't know what I'm talking about. You didn't even ask for this, but I'm going to – I'm just trying to give you uh, mo- motivational stuff. All right. I'm going to look at Twitter right now. Uh, again, if you have a thought, a concern, a feeling, a question, and you only want to tweet me and you don't want to call into the show – Tweet me at Alexi Wasser, and I'm going to read my tweets right now. I'm getting a lot from Kristen May Lee at Kristen May Lee. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, you said a lot of stuff to me. She wrote, I can't stress enough to your caller tonight. Al-Anon is a very strong program to help strengthen yourself in relationships. Yes, I totally agree, Kristen. I've been to an Al-Anon meeting. I went to, uh, I went to one not so long ago at the tail end of my relationship because uh, – I was frustrated. I was giving my power away too much. And my one of my friends who goes to Al-Anon, uh, should I just give you his name and phone number? Just kidding. He will remain nameless. Uh, he told me that I should go, and he told me which one to go to, and uh, and I went. And it was interesting. And even my therapist told me that it's it's a good place. You know, even though I'm not I'm not in recovery for drugs and alcohol or anything, but it was Al-Anon is really great because it has to do with where you give your power away and what you focus on, and, uh, you know, a lot of times people will date addicts and they will feel the need to take care of their drug addict boyfriend or girlfriend or alcoholic boyfriend or girlfriend, and and you kind of give your power away and you're a people pleaser and you want to fix people and you want to control everything. And and I have a habit of, like, um, I have a habit of, like, mm, I don't know, I give advice, I have this podcast thing, but, uh, and in relationship, even more so with my friends, but mainly the you know whatever guy I'm dating, I have a lot of ideas of how it should be, or if I see something and I feel like it could be healthier or better or whatever, and I'm frustrated or whatever, I will I will stress out about someone else's life a lot. And one of my one of my exes smoked a lot of weed, and that bothered me. And there are a lot of issues in the relationship, and that were like controlled about. And I just didn't want to have that be my problem anymore. So I went to this meeting, and it was interesting to hear other people's stories and and to see that we have control over what affects us and what makes you sad, what makes you happy, what you give your power away to. Anyway, so Al-Anon is a fantastic thing. Uh, I don't go all the time, but I've been. And I've also gone to Narcotics Anonymous meetings and Alcoholics Anonymous meetings and tons of different types of meetings. And I've spoken at, like, group meetings for kids and to high school students to, like, whether I'm a speaker or I'm, like, listening and sitting in on a meeting or whatever. It's just interesting that these things exist. They're free. 
You can just go, not say anything. Don't be under the influence when you go, because that's totally rude. Uh, but it's just fascinating, because they help you feel less alone, and you realize that everybody is going through stuff, and maybe they're going through exactly what you're going through, or, you know what I mean? Anyway, just interesting. So that's what Kristen commented and said. She also said, Wow, listening to you tonight after three years since a few times before, I can see how much you've grown with advice. Well, thank you very much. I feel like I've grown as well. I appreciate that. Um, oh, she's, she's back. Okay, and then she said, if that's the worst lie you tell all year, you're a pretty decent person. Kristen, what was the lie? What was the lie that I, I don't know, remind me. I want you to tweet me one more time and tell me if that's, what, what's the worst lie that I told all year? Uh, that, that would make me pretty decent if that's the only lie I told. Anyway, and then she just wrote again, and she wrote, flattered slash honored for the shout-out on Boy Crazy Radio. Well, of course, you're welcome. I mean, when you, when you tweet me so many times, how can I not shout you out? It's, it's exciting. These are the only tweets I'm getting. Oh, that's a lie. I got a, I got a tweet from Eric Lindgren at Eric Lindgren82, and he wrote, Alexi Wasser, you are not a monster. You should stop saying that. Hashtag just saying. You know what, Eric? I like your style. I am actually in the process of trying not to say that, and I have—I consciously know I should not refer to myself as a monster, but referring to myself as a, as a monster makes me laugh because I know I'm not a monster. And it's the same thing with the phrase, I'm sorry. You know how, like, a while ago, everybody was, you know, the big self-helpy thing was, stop apologizing for yourself. Don't say I'm sorry. Why do you say I'm sorry so much? Don't say I'm sorry. Because people have the habit of going, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's a sign of weakness. And uh, so I stopped saying I'm sorry for a long time. And then I went full, I went, I went the other way. Now I'm not sorry. And I'm really not sorry if I say I'm sorry. Because it doesn't carry so much weight in me anymore. A long time ago, I used to genuinely feel less than people, embarrassed, insecure. I felt like I, did, I wasn't allowed to exist or be included. And I would, I would apologize for myself. And now I will say I'm sorry, uh, but there's no meaning attached to it. So I feel like it doesn't drain me. But I'm going to get back into the habit of not calling myself a monster and not saying I'm sorry. So I appreciate it. See? We all learn from each other here. Um, oh, Kristen May Lee said that. I think that you said padded bras are a lie. No, no, no. I didn't say that I wear padded bras. I don't wear padded bras. Earlier today on my Twitter account, I wrote, padded bras are such a lie. Um, and she wrote, because um, that's the biggest lie you tell. That's a pretty, you're, you know, because that's the biggest lie you tell all year. You're a pretty de- decent person. Okay. Everything makes sense now. Um, I don't wear padded bras because I like, I like my boobs. And they make me feel uncomfortable. Not my boobs, but padded bras. And... I like unlined lace demi-cut bras. So if anybody out there listening wants to send me uh, send me unlined demi-cut bras that are lace, black, burgundy, purple, whatever, wine, mahogany-colored, uh, 34B is my boob, my my uh, my bra size. Uh, feel free to uh, send them to my PO box, which is PO box. Uh, 480, I don't even know what it is. Hey, let me see this. What is my P.O. box? 480-876. Let me see. I've got to go into my website. I'm boycrazy.com to get the contact info for myself. But I actually want to see if this happens, if anybody sends me bras. Not used bras. 
new bras. I'm single. I'm single. I'm a working girl. Uh, you can't always be buying La Perla, which are very expensive, very expensive brand of lingerie. You can't always be buying that shit for yourself. You need a boyfriend to buy you that shit. That's me. That's me going backwards, old school style feminine logic. Uh, but ideally, a boy, a cool person would buy a, buy a, a cool girl some lingerie. So you can send presents to Alexi Wasser, P.O. Box 480-876, Los Angeles, California, 90048. Or you can donate to my PayPal account. Uh, this is horrible. This is so disgusting. But you know what? It is near close. It's pretty close to Christmas. I've been doing this podcast for five years. I feel like I, I'm very loving. I give advice from the heart. I don't think it's so disgusting that I'm uh, all of a sudden making it. <laughs> Oh my God, making a request for donations to my PayPal account. But if you want to donate to my PayPal account, you go to paypal.com, you type in boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, and that's where you can donate money to. It's very simple. It sounds confusing in how simple it is, but all you need is, is an email address to give a person money if that email address is, is attached to a PayPal. And it is paypal.com, boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. It's the holidays, you guys, you monsters. Oh, yeah, I'll call you monsters, not me. Um, anyway, phone lines are heating up. I feel like I'm going to be attacked for giving out PayPal information, but uh, it just happened on a whim. We're talking about boobs and bras, and uh, I'd like some new lingerie. Okay, area code 512, who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, uh, this is Terrence again. I was just calling you back. I talked to you a couple weeks ago. Oh, my goodness, um, I totally remember. But I, I don't want to say your name incorrectly. Say it really loud and very slow. Terrence. Terrence, oh, my goodness, how are you doing? Thank you for sending me music. Your music is awesome. You're very cool, and I'm, I'm glad you called me again because we took a long time talking the other day, and I'm, I'm happy we did, and, and I thought maybe you'd never call me again. Terrence, what's happening? Oh, not a lot. I'm just uh, just sort of I'm smoking a cigarette right now. I've cut back a lot. Really? Wait, how old are you, and where are you? How how old are you, and where are you calling from? Just so everybody knows. I'm 26, and I I live around near Austin. Um, oh right. Well, Trisha, Trisha's in San Antonio. So it's like you guys yeah. uh, hop skip and hop skip and a jump away. Yeah, I like San Antonio is great. If you've, I don't know if you've ever. Been to Texas. It's a good place. What did uh, you say? I was just, yeah, I was just having a hard time going to sleep. Um, I, I, I've been drawing a lot more lately. Um, like I've been drawing styrofoam cups, and I think a couple of them are pretty good. That's so fantastic. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just kind of, like, forget what to do sometimes. Like, I don't know. Like, like you know. Uh, what's up with the drug I don't use? Know. And who, are you, who are you having sex with? Guys, girls, and what's happening with drug use? I want, I want to know. No, for real. not guys. I'm not, I'm not sleeping with guys. Um just uh like i i'm I've been celibate for a while, 
it feels pretty good. Um, what about drugs? What about drugs? Drugs? I don't. I don't do drugs. Or, I thought you did. I thought you smoked water. You know, you drink, don't you? Drink? Yeah, yeah. I quit drinking too. Like I quit drinking like three weeks ago. Or Are I had, like I had. Yeah, I had one whiskey. Like I have had one whiskey in three weeks. I drank a rye whiskey. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. I hope you're not lying to me because I'm so like I feel like I'm so proud of you. This is crazy. You're drawing. You cut back on yeah. smoking. You're celibate. Yeah. I mean, you can. Have, I mean, I'm not judging you if you have sex with guys or girls. As long as it's protected, that's all I care about. And you don't, you know, get anything or make a baby or whatever. But anyway. Yeah. I can't believe you. you. I'm so proud of you. This is insane. Yeah, it feels good. I mean, most of the time I've I've been walking a lot lately. It's just like there's like a track near the place I'm living, so I just walk in the circles. It's just pretty fun. Yeah. What have um, you been up to? Well, what have I been up to? Um, geez. Well, we are in the air right now. Um, what have, what have I been up to? Uh, my mom came over yesterday, and we, we decorated my apartment uh, for Christmas. I have not gotten a, a Christmas tree. I might not get one, but we hung white Christmassy lights all over, so it looks very uh, romantic in my apartment. And uh, and then my mom, and then my mom, uh, I, I told her, I said, oh, my, my sink was full of dishes. I hate doing dishes because I get my nails done. Uh, I get my nails done all the time. I'm very finicky about my nails. I like to have beautiful nails. And they're always very dark, burgundy, very gothy, whatever. I have large hands, and I want my, not large, but I have, like, Tim Burton kind of character hands, and I love dark nails, whatever. <laughs> so, I hate, so I hate doing my dishes. So I told my mom, oh, my dishes, oh, I hate doing dishes. And I didn't realize she was going to do this, even though she probably thought that that's what I was aiming for. But my mom did my dishes for me. And uh, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I just could not believe it. And how that made me love my mom more than I already do love my mom. She did my dishes for me, and I swiffered while she did the dishes because I, I don't mind swiffering. And uh, and it reminded me, and now I'm just going off on a fucking tangent, but I hope, bear with me here. It, it reminded me of how I used to be so lazy that I dated a guy when I was 18 years old, and he was like in his 30s or something, and he went out of town, and he goes, hey, you can, you wanna, you can stay at my place while you're – while I'm out of town, if you want, because it was nicer than my my shitty apartment at the time. And uh, uh-huh. and even then, at 18 years old, I did not like doing dishes. I didn't have a dishwasher. I still don't have a dishwasher, which is insane to me. Like I I love my place, but I don't have a dishwasher. It's 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 a real white girl, you know. Well, not even a white girl problem. It's it's a real non-issue for for any girl with bangs. Uh, I don't have a dishwasher. Maybe someday, but whatever. But that's my issue. So yeah. even even back then, I didn't have a dishwasher. The dude I'm dating goes out of town, and I'm such a fucking lazy jerk. I put all of my dirty dishes into a trash bag, lugged them down the stairs, put them in my car, drove over to my boyfriend at the time's house, lugged all my dishes in the trash bag up like three flights of stairs, and and put them all in his dishwasher. And I real and like and then I I did my dishes at his house. And it was so much more work than it would have just been if I had just done my dishes at my own apartment. But I don't know why I'm telling you this, but this is something I've been up to. And my mom did my dishes yesterday, and it makes me feel really good and happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> this is why I'm single. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm okay. I'm just 
just w- walking around. Uh, I can have it. Yeah. This is this is pretty good. Um. Well, I didn't mean to bore you with my boring dishes story, but uh, I think I, I might actually wrap up the show. But are you working on music? Are you working on? Do you have a guitar with you? Do you want to sing a song, or probably not? Oh no, not today. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm. I'm thinking of like I'm gonna my next job, like I'm gonna make like furniture or something. Like, well, wait. How do you make money right now? You aren't. You aren't. You don't have a job right now, right? It's kind of hard. It's not really good to go into. Oh, but, but your your mom's uh, giving you money in the meantime, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's what I mean. Like I'll I'll say like stupid shit. So like. Well. I I want to get a job as a furniture maker. Well, you know what? Why don't you go to all the cool furniture shops? That you find or that you that you're aware of, and ask if you can just like intern or work there and just observe, and then they can teach you stuff, and then at least you can get like a job answering phones while you learn, and then you can start making furniture. How about that? That'd be good. I think so. Why don't you call me next week and every week just to say hello, and we won't talk as long, but we'll just check in so I know that you're alive and you're well, and that you're still doing cool stuff. Okay. Oh, I uh, I don't know. I this is the last time I can talk to you. Why? It's like I just it's there's it's just this superstitious feeling I have like I can't I can't call in ever again. Why? But it's just like I like I've it's not a you know it's did I do something like wrong? Again, it'd be like no 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 it's not that it's like I I'm a very superstitious person so like. You know, I mean, I like it. It doesn't really have anything to do with anything. All right. Well, I have your number now, so if I want to call you, I can. But uh, feel free to throw that superstition out the window. Call me whenever you feel like it, even if it's like in a year from now, or next week, or weeks from now, or months from now. But like, keep doing all the stuff you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Know that I'm like over here rooting for you and missing you when you don't call, and hoping that you're like healthy and making smart decisions and being awesome. Okay. 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 Bye. Just kidding. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm happy either way. As long as you're happy, I'm not mad at you. Um, Jesus Christ! There was a phone call that was coming in from a six seven eight area code, and I saw you. I saw the phone line uh, heat up with your six seven eight area code phone number. And if you're out there and you're listening, area code six seven eight, I would like for you to call now because uh, I want to talk to you and uh, I miss you. I don't know who you are, but I miss you. Um, all right. I was going to read some emails. God damn it. Ugh. I going to read some emails. What am I doing with my life? It's already been an hour into the show. I've been trying to keep the shows tighter and just only be an hour and not be two hours. Let me see what's going on here. All right. All right. I'm going to read this. All right. It's the letter that was sent to me, Alexi Wasser, and my email address for anybody out there listening who would also like to send me a question, comment, concern, whatever, whatever your issue is, send it to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And here is the first letter I'm reading for the evening. Hey, I'm a 22-year-old, no. Hey, I'm a 21-year-old dude who was in a relationship for four years and I'm recently single and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I have a basic question but one that I need help with. What is the best way to approach a girl you think is cute but haven't met? I don't want to be a douche and seem shallow, and I'm not sure what a good opening 
is that isn't cheesy or off-putting. I have a good deal of confidence for actually hanging out and being myself after the fact, but I'm not sure how to initiate and pull the trigger. Thanks so much. Signed, Anonymous. Actually, it's signed a guy whose name starts with a J, but I'm not going to say his full name just in case he wants to remain incognito. All right. Well, here's the thing. There's a fine line between being an annoying creep lurker, a cool guy that girls want to talk to, and the only difference is if you're attractive. That sounds horrible, and it may or may not be true, but it's totally true. Um, you're just in a relationship. You're only 21. Oh, my God. I'm 89. You were 17 years old. 17 to 21, you're in a four-year relationship. Oh, my God. You're amazing. You're an amazing guy. You're, you're, you've probably learned so much for, from being in a monogamous relationship so young that you're probably like an old soul, and you're just don't be nervous. Girls are dreaming of some guy talking to them, preferably a guy that they're attracted to, but that's very subjective, kind of. So, you know, there's a 50-50 chance they'll be excited to talk to you or not. So it's a numbers game. If you see a girl and you think she's cute or, I mean, just, just look at her and say hi. And then maybe she'll be nervous. Always remember, girls are shy, too. Everybody's shy. Guys are, girls are. And you're all very young. You're 21. Everybody's self-conscious. Everybody wants to be so cool. Like, what, what is up with this whole, like, idea that, like, you're not allowed to be genuine? That must come later in life or something where you go, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to front so hard. But, you know, when you're 21 and you're, like, a cool hipster kid or whatever, you know, you got to – everybody's trying so hard to, like, sit back and not, not act like they care too much about anything. Everything is very blasé, and it's like, really, a not-try-too-hard kind of situation. Um, but I've never been like that, so that's why I've been uh, thought, thought, to, thought to be a dork for, for a long time, and still, but, you know, now I don't give a fuck what people think sometimes. Uh, here's what you do. You look at a girl, you say hello. You say, hi, my name's Jay, or, you know, you know what your real name is. Um, yeah, just compliment their sweater. If it's a friend of a friend, ask to like ask your friend. Oh, you know, you know that girl. Let's all go hang out, or let's go do the thing, or something. Get one of your friends to set something up. Just, just be nice. A girl will be so happy if a girl's into you, and you put your attention on her and say hello, and just start to say like, "How are you? What's going on?" And you're normal. She probably will think she'll probably think you're fucking with her because most guys are like. You know, you fucking skag, bitch. I'm going to send you a fucking picture of my dick. Ugh, like, ugh. like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's horrible out there. So you're, you're already so ahead of the game emailing me and even listening to Boy Crazy Radio. It means that you're, like, a sensitive, intuitive guy that, like, you know, likes women, I hope, I think. But that's the vibe I'm getting. So I, I hope my advice is good enough for you. Um, I will continue to think about this. But just don't worry about it. Girls are boy crazy. And uh, how to approach a girl you have not met. Yeah, just make eye contact and hold the eye contact for a minute, smile, look away. This goes for if you're at a party, at school, uh, at Whole Foods, at a gathering, an event, at a show, whatever. Make eye contact and hold it for like four seconds. I swear to God, I love doing that at Whole Foods. Oh, it's the best. And then the girl will look away and she'll kind of smile because she's shy. Or the guy will do that, and then he'll look again, and then you guys walk away from each other, and then you both turn around at the same time, and then you're like, then you know, 
you, you guys are both vibing each other. It's exciting. So don't be afraid to say hello to a girl. And don't be afraid to, before that, make eye contact. You don't get it. You don't get it, guys. Girls, maybe you do. Maybe romantic comedies have fucked us up for good. But, I mean, the, the truth in the romantic comedy aspect of, uh, of the world and, you know, men versus women or whatever is that women do, we wake up in the morning and subconsciously, I mean, not everyone, but a lot of us, definitely me, we wake up going, maybe, maybe that's the guy. Maybe I'll meet the guy of my dreams today. Or maybe something romantic and exciting will happen. And when you go and you make eye contact and you see somebody, your heart gets fluttery and, like, that's what makes the world go around. Girls are, like, always hoping that something exciting, romantic, and, and amazing and electrifying will happen. So just know that. Put that in your pocket. Uh, all right. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. This guy wrote me the other day, and I wrote him back directly. Um, yeah. His name, I'll call him Mark. He wrote, hey, so I doubt I'll get a return from this, but I figured why not take a shot? I live in the D.C. area and basically have this dilemma. First of all, I'm a boy. I'm 28. I have a girlfriend I really care about, but there's a problem. First of all, I should say I'm a recovering heroin addict. I take methadone daily to avoid the withdrawal and the craving for that stuff. Anyways, since being on methadone, it has made me gain weight, which is really something I really, really, really don't like. I mean, come on, I'm a guy, but I still need to be comfortable in my own skin. But the problem is the fear of coming off the methadone and feeling the pain of withdrawal and then upsetting the girlfriend, who dreads more than anything me returning to active drug use. So I'm not really sure what to do. I think I'm going to have to just try to get off the methadone for myself because even though I dread the pain, I can't live a life where I'm not comfortable in my own skin. But I guess I'm just wondering if I'm on the right path. This is probably so off topic of what you meant by advice. But whatever, it didn't take that long. So I didn't waste too much time if I never hear from you. Anyways, please help me make a decision about this. On one hand, I need to be comfortable in my skin. But on the other, the addiction is horrible. The pain of withdrawal is horrible. I don't want to upset people. Anyways, I love your site, and you're really smart, and I get a lot from your videos. Thanks. So I wrote to him, and this is my response. Um, hey, thanks for writing me. Of course I'm going to write back. I can't stand when people write disclaimers or self-deprecating stuff out of feeling defensive that I might not write back. Don't do that anymore in any situation, okay? Just be straightforward and show no doubt. As for your question, while it's nice that you're concerned about your girlfriend's feelings, etc., Fuck everybody else. What I mean by that is your health is the most important thing in the entire world. Above all else, you must get over this addiction and get healthy, whether it means going to Narcotics Anonymous, just going, you know, going to rehab or whatever it is that you need to do for your recovery. Do that. Don't worry about weight gain. You'll lose the weight later, and I'm sure you're gorgeous. Don't be so hard on yourself. Be kind to yourself. All that matters is that you get healthy, Okay. I'm so appreciative that you wrote to me. I hope this helps. I'll try to find out more information that might be helpful that maybe I can give you on Wednesday during my podcast. Good luck. Um, Then he wrote, yes, I'm alive and well, uh, because I checked in with him a second time, and I said, are you alive? Please call into my show. He wrote, yes, yes, I'm alive and well. Actually, I was just thinking about getting back to you. Today was actually a good day. I lowered my methadone dose a little towards my overall goal of getting down and getting healthier, but still staying clean. But anyways, I got down, I got done all my Christmas shopping today, which is great. My girlfriend still disagrees with me 
and wants me to stay on methadone no matter what, no matter what. Her view is sort of like yours in a stay clean no matter what it takes type of view. I'm not totally sure I agree with that. I mean, can I say that that's the most important thing in my life? I'm not sure, you know. It's important, but the most, Im- but the most important, that's an effing tough call to make. But I'll keep you updated for sure. Um, anyway, oh, and he's going to go down on his dose even more next week. All right, so my, then I wrote to him again, and I wrote, that's so awesome. Thanks for getting back to me. I actually meant I support you in getting off of the methadone and being 100% sober and off of everything. But listen to whatever your doctor says and go to meetings and exercise. My mom wanted me to tell you while she was doing dishes, she said, but you should exercise every single day and make sure to eat healthy, for real. Check in with me. Call me during Boy Crazy Radio when you can and stay healthy. Happy holidays. So, um, yeah, that was for anybody out there who is a recovering addict or trying to get off heroin. Um, and a little bit of insight into how intense I get when you write me a letter. Uh, I will write back and I will berate you and then I will, by telling you not to be defensive and self-deprecating, and then I will give you advice. So hopefully that helped. But he sounds like he's doing okay. He's doing better. Um, All right. You know what? I think I'm going to wrap up the show, but I'm going to check my Twitter again. Um, Eric Lindgren said, thanks for reading my tweet. I dig music. Uh, What have you been listening to lately? Well, what have I been listening to lately? I've been listening to D'Antworth. Uh, I've been listening to James Blake. That's a little too obvious. Uh, what else have I been listening to? <sighs> I have a playlist, and I add stuff to it, and it's called Boy Crazy Playlist. And go check it out on Spotify. Tons of music. I will tweet it later, as a matter of fact, my, my Boy Crazy Playlist from Spotify. Uh, Eric Lindgren also wrote, again, Jack White made furniture. All right. Thanks. Good to know. I used to have a crush on Jack White, and then I read too many articles, uh, too many interviews with him, and I was like, you know what? I don't have a crush on Jack White anymore. And I saw that documentary, and I was like, I don't have a crush on Jack White anymore. Um, but I'm sure all that would go out the window if I was, like, out and about, and uh, Jack White was there and he tried to make a move on me. And I've had, let's say, if I had had, like, two drinks. Or no drinks. Uh, Anyway, listen, guys, I'm going to wrap up the show. There are things that I wanted to talk to you about that I didn't get to. Let me see my notes. Let me see. Let me see the notes that I made for Boy Crazy Radio tonight. Oh, Tinder do's and don'ts. I wonder if I'm going to sign in again to Tinder for like 20 minutes again tonight. It's just so ridiculous. But it's also so humiliating. It's so embarrassing. I think it's more embarrassing for me because it's like me. I'm sorry. It's, it's like, oh, the boy crazy girl. She has a blog. She, you know, I, I, I just reveal so much about myself and put myself out there and whatever that it's like. But then I was listening to Andy Cohen was interviewed, the guy from Bravo, and he's like the head, he's the programmer and head of Bravo. He was interviewed on Howard Stern, and he talked about how he's on Tinder. And there are a lot of, you know, I feel like everybody's on Tinder, but Andy Cohen is a gay man, and he said and I fucking adore him, and I would be in love with him if I were a gay man. I'm, I'm in love with him as a, as a heterosexual woman. But uh, him and Anderson Cooper and Jeff Lewis, um, 
I just I I'd want to marry, you know, one of those guys, all of those guys, if I were a gay man. Um. Anyway, he told Howard Stern, who was concerned for Andy. Howard Stern did not want Andy to be on Tinder. He was concerned about his uh his his safety. And Andy Cohen said that uh, gay men use Tinder for serious relationships because they can use Grinder, Gruff, or Gruff, or Scruff for casual hookups. But then Tinder for a gay man is like looking for a serious relationship. But Tinder for heterosexual people is just for fucking. And uh, I don't need to go on Tinder just to like meet random dudes and have sex. And that's not even my goal. I'm not having sex, okay? I just got out of a relationship. I'm holding out for Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> That's not even true. Um, man. Uh, okay, here are my notes. Salad bar no-nos, guy vomiting, Howard Stern, went to ex's bandmates thing, Insta etiquette, post blah, blah, blah. You know what? I, oh, I didn't tell you the Range Rover story. I didn't tell you the Range Rover story. Whatever. These are things to talk about next week. Everybody, I'm really glad I gave you my PayPal account information. Uh, feel free to make a donation. Uh, that sounds horrible and disgusting, but you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Why? Because I do Boy Crazy Radio for free. I have been for five years. I write my website for free. People seem to like it. Boy, uh, I'm boycrazy.com is the name of my website. Uh, I have actually written a ton of posts that I'm going to start posting very soon. Um, so get ready for that. One is about the single girl's fear of herpes. Another one is about uh, breakup etiquette in this modern age of Instagram and what you do with old photos of your, you and your ex-boyfriend once you're out of the relationship. What happens, what happens, you know, when your ex-boyfriend's friends start unfollowing you on Instagram? Are you supposed to unfollow all of his friends? All this fucking bullshit that we have to deal with, these things that you never had to think about, all of a sudden become an issue? Ridiculous. Uh, I have another blind, the blind leading the blind post coming up very soon. Look forward to that. If you've never read that before, uh, it's a top 10 list that people seem to like sometimes, I think, I believe, called the blind leading the blind on imboycrazy.com. I'm actually going to tweet a link to all of them on my Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, uh, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and, uh, and every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. And um, if you're too much of a pussy, like I said before at the beginning of the show, you can always email me your questions, concerns, comments, problems, anything you're going through, email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject, big sis. And you can always download the show, listen to old episodes, past episodes on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. And you know what, guys? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.